love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. FIT with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, fits? Everybody, fits happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. FIT with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play? This is the fits show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, FIT with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Fitz happens live from our radio hub. For, oh my gosh, ladies and gentlemen, Thursday, it's June 6, 2019, and let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast. We thank you so much for checking out the show. Every day we do it together. There is Drew. I'm feeling kind of important today because I just spoke to a personal assistant of a mayor of a city. Dang. I feel like somebody. Yeah. Could have been a contender. (laughs) What do you you feel like chatting with me every day? Because I don't know if you realize it, but when I was 18 years old, I ran for the city council, for the Bowie, Texas city council, and I almost won. Mm Should have, would have, could have. Mm, that just means nothing. Yeah, almost, unfortunately, doesn't go just down means in the nothing, history. right? Yeah, the take fact it that easy, I Uncle Rico. You almost ran in a political <laughs> campaign 25 years ago. No. <laughs> I didn't almost run. I did run for city council when I was 18 years old. Okay. That, I mean, that's impressive for See, he really doesn't, he doesn't believe me that I did that. I believe you. I just, I mean, I would, I would love this story more if you'd won. I would be really excited for it. And I haven't even told you about the time that I could have won state. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm Uncle Rico. <laughs> I'm, I'm country radio's Uncle Rico. <laughs> yep. That's my new quote. Yes. I want to use it for all the trades. Country radio's Uncle Rico. <laughs> hey, what's up, Bethany? What are you doing? Well, I think... How I'm- does it feel to be married to country radio's Uncle Rico? <laughs> You have to have a lot of patience. There's a lot yeah. of stories that yeah. get told over mm-hmm. and over and over yes, again. Yes, thank you. And all the free Tupperware you can handle. Yes. yes. That's an inside joke. And steaks. <laughs> yes. Anyway, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say that um, I think it's true whenever they say that nothing tests a mother's uh, inner gangster more than um, her child's smart mouth. Uh oh Yeah, I've been around yeah. for that. Well, and the man who makes everyone feel important... Because he almost ran for the Fort Worth City Council. No, he did run. run He almost almost I did Our host, The Fitz. Would you also like to hear, uh, you know, I was worked for a couple of senators too. So here's here's how we're going to kick off the show. That's true. I know. Mm -hmm. Remember, I'm married to you. I've heard all these stories. So here's what we're going to (laughs) do. Drew, what what did you open up with? Uh, I spoke to a mayor's personal assistant. Okay. And Bethany, what was yours about? You know, your inner gangster whenever your kid has a smart mouth. Yeah. And mine was about internship. So what story want to hear? I'd like Let- to hear yours. I'd like to hear about these senators. Well, thank you. Because I know you spoke to George W. Bush once, George back when D- he was the governor. Not just, I didn't just speak with well, him. you ushered him or something. No, he he was close enough to smell his breath. Oh, yeah. I, I spent I spent pretty much most, most of the day with W. I spent most of the day in W. He was up in... Uh, Wichita Falls, Texas, my hometown. I was born in Wichita Falls, Texas, later moved to Bowie, Texas. W came in. He was Governor W at the time. And uh, he was campaigning for the senator I was interning for, Senator Tom Haywood, District 68, North Texas. 
Oh, uh, it was at 67. Anyway, so George W. Governor Bush came in, and uh, he was with the Texas Highway Patrol and, and myself, because uh, I also did some stuff at the university there, and I got to hang out with W, and, and he did have a little bit of doo-doo breath. You know what? That, but, but I love him very much, but he did have a little doo-doo breath. Coffee will do that to you. <laughs> and, and then at that time, I was a sophomore, junior in college, maybe, and I had braces. He goes, when are you going to get those damn braces off? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he was, but W was, he was, he was great. Man, he was everyone so says great. he's awesome. Yeah, he like was so around. great, so nice. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. spent most of the day with him. I can't believe you guys wanted to just hear my story today. Yeah, you could use, you could use W. You can use a little tic tac. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, all right, you guys, let's get ready for the show today. Here comes Thursday. Let's go. It happens live. What are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Thank you so much, folks. I'm here standing by on this Friday Eve. Dang, it's tough to be a gangster. I am here. And I would like to uh, begin with a story out of New York. It's not a Toma. A 42-year-old woman in New York... Started having memory problems and other issues last year. Doctors discovered what they thought was a marble-sized brain tumor. Upon further investigation, uh, they, you know, they opened her up, did a little surgery this past September, found it was actually a tapeworm. Oh. A tapeworm. Seriously? In her brain? Yes, in her brain. I thought tapeworms lived in your the doctor, intestines. The doctors, no, they could live anywhere. I, I've actually seen YouTube videos where little tapeworms are, are sliding over people's eyeballs and eyelids. You could see the parasite literally sliding in front of their pupil and stuff. Yeah. So those things are absolutely everywhere. And uh, when the doctors discovered it, uh, do you want to hear his quote? Yeah. Parasite in the membrane. Parasite in the brain. <laughs> Dr. B. Real. The good news is I don't have cancer. We were like overjoyed. We were like cheering and clapping. We were so happy in the OR. When we got in there and we saw that it was actually a tapeworm, we were like, yes, we were so happy. I stopped asking questions and started celebrating and, and making the most out of life because in an instant it can be taken away. There's not a doubt in my mind that they saved my life and they gave me my life back. Was her attending physician Doogie Hauser? That guy didn't sound like a doctor. He was like, yeah, we were so excited. We were like, yippee, man, yay. <laughs> well, you know, I'd be fine with one of the, with those little Doogie Hausers. Where, you know, because they, they're on it. They're absolutely on it. I don't know. How, how do you get a parasite Does check? you know how she got it? You probably don't have that Yeah. And, and probably. Pro- I would think like. Probably walking uh, through my 16-year-old's bathroom. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Let's go to page 10. What are you kidding me? An unbelievable what the f- Florida story later, Gator. Man, the Gators are out right now. It's a crazy June in Florida right now because there was a couple having a little picnic by the lake last Thursday before the guy left for the Marines for 10 weeks. But the picnic got crashed by a massive alligator that ate all their food and ruined the picnic. And uh, we have exclusive What Are You Kidding Me audio play-by-play from the couple. Listen to this. <laughs> comes swimming up, right up to the bank, and he just looks us dead in the eyes. And then he immediately just sprints up onto the beach. He annihilated an entire block of cheese, gobbled it down, lickety split. The salami didn't stand a chance. And then the worst part, he goes over, we had this big bowl of guac made. He eats the whole bowl. He put the whole bowl 
Yeah. All right, so he ate, he he ate the picnic basket, obviously. Um, I don't know. I'm pretty sure it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Well, have you seen though the way those gators and other reptilia grab and sn- <laughs> snag things and jerk them in the water? I mean, you should not be walking near the water if you are in Louisiana or if you are in Florida, because they will come out, they will snatch you like a like a crocket like a little tasty snack like a little fig newton and they'll pop pop you back in and your powers are useless against them then they'll do the death roll and i'm not even kidding about that i have seen it twice (laughs) to my friends (laughs) really former friends obviously that's right one of them's half the man he used to be (laughs) (laughs) that's hard very harsh. Well, you should have seen the gator, though. I mean, it was a... So there you go, folks. You got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Fitz Happens Live. This is the Fitz Show. Fitz Happens Live. Yes, thank you so much for checking us out, and and uh, thank you for your loyalty. I will put our P1s against anyone, any show in the nation. Come on with it. Come on. You can't take on our P1s. Our P1s are those who set this show as the number one button on their preset. They set it and forget it. Yeah, that's all it takes to become a P1. No entry fees, no long forms to fill out. You just lock your radio in on that number one preset on this show. Never take it off. You just became a P1. Is there anyone listening who's kind of old and still lives at home, maybe with their mama or the daddy? Uh, we'd love to hear from you. No judgment or anything like that. Uh, I mean, to be honest with you, as a daddy, I got five babies. I got five babies. And if if I could have my kids living with me for as long as I could, I think I, I, think I would really enjoy that. I think I'd be just fine with that. Really? I guess, yeah, because I've been, you know, in, in radio, I've hop, skipped, and jumped from places, you know, all over the nation, really. And, you know, sometimes you wonder what life is really about, right? Uh, and and sometimes I wonder, you know, is everybody supposed to be around their family more? I don't know. It could be completely wrong. Mm-hmm. I think Bethy and I have had that discussion a little you well, know, quite often. We were often. talking about recently, remember the three of us, how it's just basically our culture mm-hmm. that doesn't have, like, you know, the older parents or grandparents yeah, it, along right. with the family. Yeah. And, and only very recently, even in American culture 100 years ago, you typically had grandma and grandpa living right, at home. Right. And now we've kind of, like, we, we've pushed them off in a home. Well, I remember when I was a get, kid. Go live on your own, Granny. When I was a kid, my grandparents actually watched me. And when my parents wanted to go take a trip somewhere, my grandparents yeah. watched me. And now, with all my babies, I'm like, okay, ho. Where's all the grandparents? I mean, we haven't even been on a honeymoon Suddenly everyone's yet. busy. We haven't even been on a honeymoon. Yeah, you know? yeah Right. Yeah. So. Do you ask them and they come up with excuses? Or it's just they just live too far away? That's the problem. I think that they're getting to that point where they're just like, I don't even know if I want to leave the house. No, I think, I I think his parents are spread very thin. I think. Oh yeah. Um, you know. His, oh my. Yeah. My my, my sister. My sister controls my mother. Them, you know, yeah. With with kids. I mean, what I'm saying is they've not uses them, but you know what I'm saying. They've always watched. Right. You know, uh, Uncle Brady's kid. You know, Brady's kids, and then they've also right. watched. Uh, they well, they currently watch Misty's kids. You know. So guess who's like, watched my babies? No one. <laughs> so it's like by the time we. Even well, I was going to say visit, us. 
So, uh, anyway, are, are you still old and living at home? We want to hear from you. Drew, you actually have a neighbor who, who has got the entire family living there, right? Well, yeah. My neighbor Cindy has her brother, her adult brother living there. And it's their parents' house. So that house has been in their family since, like, the turn of the century. Amanda, what about you? Are you, uh, are you old and still live at home? I don't live at home, but my brother, he's 32, and he still lives with my mom. All right, then. See? No judgment. More power to him. Yeah. <laughs> Take all the rent he's saving. <laughs> all right, Craig is on. Craig, what about you? Are you old and still live at home? No, not at all. I talk to my mom every single day, and, you know, she, like, will help me keep my checkbook balanced, and, you know, if I need money, she'll always give me money. Wow. See? That's good. Uh, he doesn't live there, but he sure does. Uh, Take advantage of her ATM yeah. card. What's he doing with a checkbook? <laughs> right, doesn't he know it's 2019? <laughs> What is a checkbook anymore? You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. It's Choose Your News. It's Choose Your News. Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. You know what? I am not a cook. I can't cook. I wish I was. My wife secretly wishes I was a chef. There's no doubt in my mind. I got a buddy who's a chef. And I, I think that my wife secretly probably likes the chef. Something about chefs. Uh, Ladies I love agree. them. I agree. You know? And I want to try to be able to learn how to cook. You know? Mm-hmm. I want to try. But I bring all this up because some of you are making some basic cooking mistakes that I need to let you, as you prepare my meals and stuff like that, <laughs> that you need to be aware of. I wonder if I'm making any of these. I'd like to hear yeah. this. Well, listen, don't be afraid to use a lot of spices. Okay? Okay. I'm, I'm okay there. I'm good there. That's all. A couple of basic cooking mistakes you could be making. Also, let your meat rest. Yep. Let it rest. The juices spill out. If you cut it right away, which dries out the meat and makes a mess on your plate, so let your meat rest, all right? Let it let it marinate is what I like to say. Let it soak it up. Right. It redistributes yep. uh, the meat and juices. Stop putting oil on your pasta water. What? As long as you mix yeah. the pasta right away, it won't stick together. Adding oil makes the pasta slippery, so the so the so the sauce can't coat it as well. Yeah, all. all right. Yeah. Well, I'm making that mistake. I thought that was more of a flavor thing. The oil and the salt like help the flavor. No, flavor it's just so it doesn't stick together. Yeah. Mainly. Oh. All right. I didn't know that. And finally, I just want to let everybody know some mistakes you're making. Don't add onions and garlic at the same time. Uh-uh. Onions take a little bit longer to cook, so wait a couple of minutes to add the garlic. Yep, I knew that one. Your garlic will turn all you brown and crispy. You should also talking about letting your meat, you know, the the meat rest in between whenever you, you always, take it out. You always tell me to let my meat rest, yes. and it's like, come on. Uh, well, whenever you take it out from the fridge, <laughs> you should also try to let it kind of chill out on yeah, the counter. Temp. Yeah, yes. room temperature, because then it doesn't stick to the pan, and it's a lot easier to cook. Mm-hmm. You have no idea how many times I hear like, "Give your meat a rest." <laughs> So anyway, that, that a couple of my tips on my quest to cook, everybody. Hey, Drew, what about you? Choose your news. Well, this is the time of year that most parents start harassing their high school age and college age kids saying, hey, what are you going to do for summer work? You're going to go out and earn some money. What are you going to do? Well, a father in New Jersey was pulling his 20-year-old son out to lunch because he was going to give him the spot, you know, the speech. He's mm-hmm. going to mm-hmm. make sure that he had something planned for summer. That son got out of that summer work in a way that the rest of us wish we could but can't. As he was uh, attending lunch with his dad, he, he remembered that he had a lottery ticket, a lotto ticket in his pocket. And he normally Shut doesn't up. buy them, but because the Mega Millions oh was $414 million, he oh thought, my God. well, I better sit here and wait, uh, check this out while we're waiting for our lunch to arrive. So he pulls out his phone, 
looks at his ticket and says, Dad, I got five. I got five balls. The kid won a million dollars. Now, he didn't get the, the Mega Millions because he didn't get the, the, Powerball. Match, the Powerball, but he got a million dollars. So guess who's not working this summer? <laughs> Dang. <laughs> That's awesome. What a great story. And yeah. maybe it may never work another summer in his life. Right? All right, Bethany, the mouth from the South. Choose your news. Well, you know, this um, article that I read kind of hits close to home. My grandfather um, passed away from Alzheimer's. Um, a few years ago, and I was reading this. One of the world's biggest drug firms deliberately buried data showing one of its arthritis medications could slash the risk of Alzheimer's. Pfizer, based in New York in 2015, found that its drug, Enbrel, which you see on ads, I just saw it this morning as I was watching the news, um, may have another use. An analysis found people taking it were significantly less likely to get Alzheimer's. But the company didn't do a trial study and didn't tell anyone what they had found. Why? Because it wouldn't have made the giant any money. That's why they didn't tell people and, and Plus, do it a may trial. Plus, it may have put that drug back on the trial shelf uh, for longer and not gotten it out to the public. So, All right. There you go. Thursdays, choose your news. Fit happens live. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. If you want to be too legit, if you want to follow who is lit, follow Fitz. Follow Fitz. Follow the man who's lit on the Insta. Insta. At follow Fitz with a Z. What do you think, Drew? Is that lit? Um, can you kill it? I don't know if I'm qualified. Can you rep it? I don't think I'm qualified to, can to, you rep that? to speak to lit or any of those other hip terms. Why don't you feel... Just like you're not qualified to use them. Oh! <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, I can tell you one thing. You are you are not qualified. I am them. definitely not qualified. But the power comes in knowing that. <laughs> Why is that the power? The power self Because you can't you can't self respect. <laughs> I know if I said that I'd look like the biggest buffoon ever. Oh how And I do it in perp- on purpose to make my girlfriend. I do wish that Drew would walk in like the conference room and just be like, What's up? Slip, fam. Slip, <laughs> fam. I would lose it. We no. about to do this or what? <laughs> Let's get this hizzy on the rizzy or well, I don't know. See, I can't do it. You know what? Now would be a hilarious time to ask you to do your youth minister impersonation. This could make some people mad, though. Do you think it can make anybody mad? Sure. When he does his youth pastor impersonation? Possibly. I don't want to offend anybody. It's, it's well, just you for could. Fun. You could offend a lot of people doing this. I but just you do it all patterns. The, you what? do it all the time off the air, and you make fun of you know people. Drew makes fun of me because I grew up you know like your first Baptist church. He makes fun of me for it. Yeah, you know? and you had like a band. And no, we didn't have like a band or anything for like worship. that. But we, no, we had a lot of revivals. As, usually once a month, a revival would revival, come. Revival, like, can I just tell you? I I grew up Catholic, so okay. revival to me was right. like stuff in the movies, <laughs> you know, like all the singing chickens and, swaying. and snakes and yeah. like. No, not at all. That, Not I mean, at all. It's, you know, it's pretty never... simple, actually. It's just—it's actually someone just asking you, "Hey, you want to give your life to God?" It's really all it is. It's not like a bunch of people underneath nope. the tent. Mm-hmm. What about that part where and they, they hold their hands up and wave them around? Sometimes people wave their hands up. What, well, what's wrong with so that? They can get closer to Jesus. Not really. Not real. Not really in the Southern Baptist. You know, there's there's a whole lot of the, but some. You know, 
Nothing wrong with lifting them up is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. No, of course not. Uh, oh, I'm glad to hear you say that. Thank you. But anyway, what I was, uh, what were we talking about? Church. We were talking about. Oh, we were talking about a revival. So the revivals would come in, and and that's what you know. Basically, I remember saying to my mom and dad, "I'm like, listen, how many times y'all want me to get saved? Because I'm about at number seventy-two. <laughs> the answer is probably <laughs> in, until it sticks, you sinner. <laughs> until it takes. <laughs> this is the Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is the Fit Show. All right, stand by for the Fitz Files in a little bit. Uh, it's the good, the bad, and the gossip. Bethany, the mouth from the south. What's going on? Well, Toy Story Four is coming out really, really soon, and there is a huge cast. I mean, brand new people. Wow. We're going to talk about it. I am super excited. I cannot wait. Drew is standing by with a Thursday reality check. For the first time, a defense from parents in the nation's biggest college cheating scandal, they were being charitable. Yeah, so I suppose you were wondering how some of the people who didn't take deals, uh, like Miss Aunt Becky and other very wealthy parents, were going to weasel their way out of this one. They are saying... It was charity. It was a donation, It huh? was a donation. Now, the way they're uh, approaching this is they actually received 3 million pages of documents from prosecutors. And then their attorneys went through those documents, and they noticed that there were uh, some of these parents who had given money to Rick Singer and his organization but weren't charged. The difference is those parents were on record saying, we were told that money wasn't going to a person but was going to be donated to universities, was going into the system. Into so they're the saying this was just like a little push, like, hey, thank yeah. you for... For, yeah, for, including one mom from California who gave $400,000 to get her kid into school. Uh, so now the people who are being charged are saying, hey, wait, no, we were told the same thing. That's uh, what, us too. Isn't that what Dr. Dre said too? He's like, yeah, here's $18 million. This is uh, yeah, the way Dr. Like Dre did building, it was the yeah. traditional way. Like, oh, hey, do you need a new library? I can, I can buy that for you. And then, oh, by the way, my kid wants to go to school here. And they say, oh, your kid's uh, got great marks. Right. Okay. Uh, but, you know, the, uh, literally, I know you're this is a sensitive subject for you, but the Aunt Becky stuff where they literally lied and said she was in crew and photoshopped her into pictures rowing and all that. And she never did. How do you get her? How do you say that you were charitable, being charitable and, and donating money? You were clear. It was clear your intention. Why are you putting this pressure on me right now? Because I know. I, well, you know you how Aunt I Becky's, feel. Uh, yeah. In her part of her defense. Mm-hmm. Lori Laughlin. I'm just saying it's tough to see Aunt Becky going to Alcatraz. That, that would be tough, especially since it's a tourist uh, destination. <laughs> well, that's what they're going to do. They're going to make her work selling postcards in San Francisco, Alcatraz Island. Anyway, it's just tough for me to think about Aunt Becky from Full House going to the big house. And I, I think you could understand that. And you've really been quite rude about it. Right. Well, I'm sorry about that. But Just the facts. Well, I do want to get to a more serious case. So, of course, we all remember the Parkland shooting, that school shooting that was terrible. And one of the stories that came out of that that was very, uh, very noticed around the country was that deputy that appeared just to be standing aside and not doing anything. He didn't do anything. He stood outside of a uh, of a different building while everything went down. And I'm not saying that. Who wouldn't be? Who wouldn't be paralyzed with fear? But that's your job, you know. Well, like, that, so if that deputy, uh, whose name is Scott Peterson, has been charged. He's been charged with neglect for his inaction in that case. This is a very contentious case, and it will be setting a precedent if they are able to make charges stick for him. Uh, they're saying that because of the training he received, he was obligated. But the, the, now the 
The defense is saying that the prosecution will have to prove that he was a caretaker for those students and that you can't necessarily, you can't charge someone for what they haven't done unless they can prove he was a caretaker responsible for the safety of those students. Uh, you know, they say that he took many active shooting courses well, that's as what an he's officer. That's there for, is for the protection, right? Yeah, yeah it's a very tough just, case, but we'll I think, keep it a close I, I think most police officers would say, yeah, that was his job, mm-hmm. you know. All right, there you go, the Thursday reality check. Just letting you know. It's the Fit Show. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the Fist Files. All right, you guys. It is time to get to some good and bad and some gossip. There's Bethany the Mouth from the South. What you got? Well, let's kick things off with Marsha Cross. Um, You may remember her. She was the beautiful redhead that was on uh, Desperate Housewives. Well, she has revealed... Oh, I was thinking the O.J. Simpson district attorney. So was I. That's exactly who I was thinking of. Yeah. It's a different one, or is her name... No, Marsha Cross. You're thinking of Marsha Clark. Ah. Marsha Cross is, like I said, that redhead that was on Desperate Housewives. Um, She also got a diagnosed... A diagnosis of cancer in okay. 2017. She has anal cancer. This is the same cancer that killed Charlie's Angels star Farrah Fawcett in 2015. She underwent six weeks of radiation therapy and two weeks of chemotherapy. This is what's interesting. Doctors told her that the same HPV strain that caused her cancer likely also caused her husband, Tom Mahoney's throat cancer. So... She wants to educate people about getting annual rectal exams to reduce the, the stigma surrounding anal cancer. So she's trying to talk about it as much as she can. So you may see her around and hopefully she is going to be in remission soon. All right, moving on because uh, I'm super excited about this. Toy Story 4 is hitting the theater very, very soon. And four comedy legends are added to the cast. Mel Brooks, one of my absolute faves. He is going to be an elephant named Melephant Brooks. Um, Carol Burnett is a children's seat named Cheryl Burnett. Carl Reiner plays a rhino named Carl Rhinoceros. And Betty Be White nice. is a teething toy named Bitey White. Oh, Betty's so, going to be in Yeah, it. it's going to be really, really that. cool. I'm super excited. Yeah. I cannot wait. And another um, kids uh, entertainment kind of story. Nickelodeon has ordered a SpongeBob SquarePants prequel a prequel to the series called Camp Coral. It'll be about a young SpongeBob at sleepaway camp, and it's going to be done with CGI. So we can look oh. forward to more SpongeBob. SpongeBob's never going to go away, even though, like, the, you know, What's-His-Face has, you know, passed on, right? Uh, Sponge- yeah. Steven yeah. Hillenburg. SpongeBob's yeah. here to stay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, that's probably true. There you go. That's the good, the bad, and the gossip. That's the Fitz Files. The legendary Fitz. Happens live. Fitz happens live. You know, all of us have roles in our house. Uh, whether you're single, whether you're married, whether you're a parent, maybe you're not a parent. Like, Drew, give me one rule that you have. Is there any particular rule that no matter what you have in your home that each of you must follow? Maybe the dogs have to follow it. Just a a a, a rule of the house. Because there are, there are some pretty common rules of the house, especially parents who have kids, right? Straight up rules. Yeah. <clears throat> this might be where I might just have to jump in because well, I got a whole bunch of babies. I'm, I'm struggling, but when, I think when you have a house full of just a couple of people, yeah. 
yeah, you don't really make rules and put them on each other. You just sort of agree to things. <laughs> yeah. Like, you will right. you will not put that toilet seat up. Right. But what is the one rule, no matter what, that you stick with? I, mean, I used to think it was curfew with my kids, but they obviously don't pay attention to it. You know? Oh, yeah. That reminds me of another one I do with my kids. You better have your location services turned on. Smart because dog. believe it or not, those little turds turn off their location services. And why would they want to do that unless they're up to no good? They have to They have to answer me on my first FaceTime ring. Right. If you don't yeah. pick up, I'm coming for you because I got the location services on. And they have to have that thing turned on. Just a couple of rules. I think yeah. it's smart in today's day and age. Yeah. Nor they are, I guess. It happens live. It happens live. New survey says the most common rules of the house that parents have for their kids include always saying please and thank you, always putting things back where you found them, no phones at the table, no yelling. Mine for my mine, especially my older teenagers, are always pick up FaceTime when I reach out to you as far as checking in. And you always have to have your location services on, period. If you don't, I'm coming for you because mm-hmm. tra- I can track them another way too. I'm not going to let that out how I track them. Yeah, best not share yes. that. Absolutely. Although they're probably ahead of you because that's how teenagers work. <laughs> yes, they are. Gosh, that Snapchat, you guys. It's yeah. changed everything. Yeah, they yeah. they have secret code and secret ways they can communicate. It's pretty... It's, they, they communicate through their PlayStation, too. Mm-hmm. Their video games. Mm-hmm. They chat. Uh, Drew, text coming in? I think there's a couple of great ones. Here's one. Basic rules. Uh, must take shoes off at the door. No food in the bedrooms. Mm-hmm. That's good. Got to yeah. keep the ants out of the house. Yep. I like this one. Sherry from Tacoma says, when the kids were living at home, the rule was simply eating dinner at the table together, everyone at home. That's the best rule. And I, I am not the best at it at all. I suck at it as a father. I appreciate all the chore talk on here. Yeah. All these texts about, hey, dishes have to be done before I get home. Right. I, I think I felt like that was missing today. I'm glad to see parents still holding kids to those kind of standards. Yeah. No doubt about it. Uh, uh, Davin, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing so good. Tell me about that rule you have for your home. The one main rule. Yeah, so if mom or I are out running errands, doing anything, and we're gone and the door's locked, the kids are not to answer the door for anything at all unless it's us. I, good. I think that's a good one. I think that's great. Thank you so much for sharing with us. I really, really appreciate it. That's a good one. Yeah, of course. Y'all have a good rest of the day. Yeah, you too. Continue to sound off on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash follow Fitz. Fitz happens. It's the Fitz Show. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. A teenager who volunteers in Houston decided that instead of having a high school graduation party, she would throw a pizza party for women and children who are homeless. Isn't that amazing? Pretty cool. She bought 100 pizzas for him, along with 400 personal hygiene kits. Gave up her entire graduation party. I didn't want to spend so much money either on a party when that's just going to last a day. And I feel that if I'm able to give to the people, that'll last more than a day. I just want people to be able to have some stuff that they don't normally have. It's very fulfilling to know that I'm able to help others instead of just helping myself. I love that. You know what my teenagers are doing? They're like, God, I don't have any gas money. God. What are you buying me for my graduation? Everybody else has... You know, the new Jordans and... What are the sweatpants called? Joggers. Joggers. Can't even get any new joggers. Charlie has a lot of joggers. <laughs> I don't even have any joggers. That's exactly how my son Cooper sounds, you know? And then you get this kid wanting to feed the homeless and stuff and save America. She's a hero. 
<laughs> yep, I mean, come on. And that is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fitz Show. Every day, Fitz happens. So I shared something with, with Drew, and uh, uh, basically, I, I don't know, it's it's really just sort of happened recently, well, maybe the past six, seven months, but I feel like when I go number two now, I feel, I know it's weird, but I like to, like, declothe, take all my clothes <laughs> That's off. That's right. Oh, you're one of those people. <laughs> and I said that, and, and, and I, I saw the look on his face, and I said, what, does that, does that make me all jacked up? Does it make me all jacked up that I like to sit alone and be clothed before I go potty? It's a weird phase in my life. I'm not going to lie to you. Does that make me all jacked up? Uh, no, not really. I mean, everybody's got their weird things that Thank they do in the bathroom. You. What you do in the privacy of your own home is your business. Thank as long you, you're not Ryder youngin. Thank you for that. I do weird stuff too, man. I get it. Okay, so no judgment zone. Anyway, he judged. Anybody else uh, do something like... And by the way, wherever you are, we're giving you the opportunity right now to admit to those little things that you do when nobody is watching... You know what I mean? Those little quirks, funny habits, like declothing when you go potty. Uh, well, you know how like when you watch TV shows and you get really invested in them? Okay, Ryder, yeah. Uh, sometimes I will answer questions that people are asking the other characters. <laughs> I don't know why. I'm just like, this is what they should be saying, but they're saying something stupid. And it's gotten to the point where my girlfriend's caught me and looked at me and gone like, wait, are you talking to me? So you're inserting dialogue. Yeah. Oh. Ask me the question. <laughs> like, oh, uh, Say, no, 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 no. Say, does that make me jacked up? Oh, yeah. Does that make me jacked up? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> Anyone else? All right. I'll, I'll level with you. I'll come clean. Okay. I smell everything. What? Like, I sniff things. I sniff things. I, I have to. I'm kind of like a dog like that. Like, oh, I want to smell everything. Gosh. And you're over here judging me. Yeah. Well, I think everyone does it. That's why I'm coming clean about it. I'm pretty sure everyone does it. Right. Like, you're always, you know. Whether it's parts of you or it's clothes, or okay. you pick something up, you're always like, you gotta get a little on it. Always. It's pretty bizarre, I'm not gonna lie, but I'm not gonna judge. <laughs> well, thank you, I appreciate that. <laughs> Am I jacked up? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Mindy, it's Fitz, how are you? Hi, Fitz, I'm great, how are you? I'm so glad you're on the air, I'm so excited. Tell me what you do that some might say, ah, oh, that's kind of jacked up. Well, and you know, me and my friends, we call it secret single girl behavior. All that stuff you do when you're single and you don't tell anybody when you're living alone. Oh, but when please. you're living with somebody, you still got to find a way to do it. Please share. <laughs> and mine is so silly. It's almost always food. But it's, uh, I used to go buy gummy bears and get a big uh, glass and get uh, orange soda. It has to be Sunquist, just so you know. You dump the gummy bears in the orange soda and you eat them with a spoon. I would just sit and watch TV and eat my gummy bears out of my soda. <laughs> now you got to ask me if it makes you jacked up. Does that make me jacked up? Oh, you're jacked up. Girl. Oh, yeah. yeah you're jacked up. Jacked up. Fit happens live. This is Fit's territory. Fit happens live. And uh, if you're just tuning in, we're trying to give you an opportunity to call in, text in, whatever you want to do, and admit those little things that you do when nobody is watching. Of course, it's family show. We're keeping it clean. We're talking about those. <laughs> we have a couple people didn't get that memo, by the way. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. We love you, P1s, but we know you now. Yeah. Um, uh, let's oh, see. I have another one where I'd like to ask you guys if it makes me jacked up. Um, okay. So earlier I mentioned that when I go potty, when I go number two, I, li- I like to declothe. I don't know mm-hmm. what's going on with me. It's just something I do. Something else I like to do. 
like you guys ever pretend like you're in a music video? No, I really like yeah. sometimes Always. sometimes film myself as a, if I'm, I'm making a video. Well, okay. Right. And you fully believe it. That's <laughs> jacked up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hi, Farah. Hi, kids. How are you? Okay. Well, my confession is I think Alan Jackson is incredibly sexy, and I like to screenshot his outfits from the 90s because they're freaking hysterical. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> now say Fitz. Be is real. That... You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I kind of know what you're talking about, but Farrah right here, you got to say, does that make me all jacked up? Does that make me all jacked up? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks for calling, Farrah. We are all unique, and, and we all just, you know. But as we do this, we find out that we all share a lot of these as well. A lot of people are writing in, uh, texting in about uh, different shows that they shame watch. Uh, uh, lot of, oh, like like adults watching kids' adults cartoons watching kids and cartoons stuff? Or, yes. or uh, various weird programs, weird music people listen to. Uh, you know, there's the things we had the brave people that, that admitted to picking their nose when no one's around right. and eating it, which is a little gross, but yeah. it gets fully naked when he goes number two. Someone who wrote in agreed with him. Right. <laughs> this is Fitz Happens Live. 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 Fitz Happens Live. Hey, what's up? Uh, feel free to say hello real quick on Facebook. Facebook.com slash follow Fitz with a Z. That is Facebook.com slash follow Fitz. We've all been sort of clearly watching and observing this situation on Jeopardy with that James, what's his name? Holt, Holt, Holtower. Holtower. And all of a sudden he, you know, it just seems like he got beat from out of nowhere. nowhere. Nobody really expected him to, I guess, fall off the show the way he did. I, um, I can't believe that after we're still days later talking about the guy just lost a, a game show, but everyone's like, it can't happen. What, how could this be? There's got to be a fix. Something's right. happening. Although we know that he just lost. And all, yeah, maybe the new librarian just came in and kicked his butt. Maybe she's she the next. I just think then. that's also. I, I, I think that's know. also. Uh, I kind of the culture we live in today. Anything right. that comes out, it's like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Everyone looks for that. that. Yeah, it's something's, the, something's yeah. up. There has to be something up. It's the questions everything culture. Yeah. Shouldn't we always question everything? I don't know. It seems to make us very divisive. I mean, obviously, right now, we can't trust anything. So we should absolutely be questioning everything because we can't trust anything. But what about Jeopardy? Can't we just trust oh, that's and true. love Jeopardy yeah, and the Wheel of Fortune and Alec the great would classics? Not let, he would not be part of something That's like right. That. He would not be party. Well, there's so many conspiracies. Uh, one of them is is that the guys, you know, people are saying on social media that he got caught cheating, right? And that Jeopardy, I, the network, ended it, and they said, we have got to get you off the show immediately and quick, and boom, he was gone. Right? I feel like there's no way that's possible because they are actually very tightly regulated by the government. Game shows, cash game shows. They are regulated by the government. Yes. Do you, okay. do you remember that? Uh, there like, was state, the, like the state lottery and there stuff? Was, yes. There was a big quiz show scandal back in the 60s, okay. early 60s. They made a movie with Robert Redford about it. Quiz show. Where that... they were, quiz show. The, the movie quiz show Question. where they were giving the questions to them, giving wow. them answers to them, and they yes. were picking who won. It went like to the Supreme Court or something. It, it went all the way up. It wow. was a big deal. So game shows are very tightly regulated. So I don't think that's hmm. the case. Is there any way we can go to court and try to bring back that show, No Whammies, No Whammies? It's back on. Oh my God, I love that. What was uh, the name of Elizabeth, that? Elizabeth, um, who's the no actress? No whammies, no whammies, no whammies. Uh, uh, Elizabeth Shue. No, the other Elizabeth. Elizabeth Berkeley. Perkin. Perkins, I think. The no. El Elizabeth from Say by the Bell. That's no, Elizabeth that's no, that's wrong. Oh, whatever. Okay, but anyway, that's very, very interesting. So I you, think there was also another conspiracy theory that was saying that he had bet on himself mm -hmm. to lose in Vegas. Right. 
And so people thought that that's why he rigged or he tried to lose. Well, I didn't know he was a professional gambler, though. That, yeah. That kind of that, makes That's his real career. Like he had some sort of strategy here. And right? maybe that's why. People don't trust a guy who gambles professionally. <laughs> well, he was actually on ESPN talking about the whole situation and uh, laughing about the conspiracies that were have been said about him. Oh, I love the conspiracy theories. You know, my favorite one is I found some sports book in Vegas was offering me some great odds to uh, throw the game, and I somehow managed to put in a few million dollars to bet against myself because, of course, they take those kind of limits on pre-taped TV shows. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's funny, though. Yeah. He kind of got everybody on that one. He got you. <laughs> the Fit Show. The reality check is on. It's time to get real. It's real. For real. For real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. Stand by in minutes. We're going to go where? We're going to go straight out of country. You understand? Mm-hmm. And during straight out of country, we don't do anything but talk about country. That's the way I like it. That's the way it's got to be. Drew. Um, okay. <laughs> Noted. So, with that, well, Kelsey's ballerini, excuse me. <laughs> Will Kelsey Ballerini's next album feature what? Drew, what do you think? Uh, EDM music. Bethany at the mouth from the south. A rapper. I will tell you that none of you are correct, oh, but I'm going to give you all good. the details in a little bit. Drew is standing by with the Thursday reality check. The CDC is now on the case involving that American couple healthy and on their dream vacation when they suddenly came down with a mystery illness and then dying at a hospital in Fiji. Yeah, this is really scary. So that Fort Worth couple, uh, Michelle and David Paul, they landed in Fiji on May 22nd. You know, like he said there, vacation of a dream, everything's going great. They started having stomach distress. And uh, the last communication from their families, uh, they, they called home and they said, you know, we're having diarrhea, we're having, we're having nausea, we're vomiting. They both ended up in the hospital where they were treated. He was given an IV bag um, for treatment and she wasn't. They were both released from the hospital. And sadly, they, they died shortly after that. They were, uh, he was meant to be, she died on the island there. And he was supposed to be airlifted to a hospital in Australia, which is the nearest major hospital. Uh, but he never made it. And now the CDC is looking into what it is. It's a mystery illness. They don't know what the illness was that caused it. Or where they got it. Or what they, or where they got it or anything like that. So that's really scary, especially for people traveling to foreign countries. Because I'm assuming they got their inoculations against the common sure, issues you yeah. always have to before you travel to places like that. Oh, really God, scary. I just got chills. Yeah, that my is mind is really... blown. Um, so can they figure out all that stuff, you know, after somebody passes away? Well, they, they will. The I mean, certainly they'll, the bodies will be returned home um, Yeah, the CDC, for that's the big guys. Okay. Yeah, I and mean, the CDC will probably take charge of that because they're Americans abroad. That's a weird one. Uh, okay. it, and they'll be very, you know, obviously they'll take all the correct protocols on that. But our heart goes out to their family. It's just it's tragic. Uh, there's something really weird going on in the skies. Just a week ago, we were talking about... Uh, the American aircraft intercepting Russian aircraft in our airspace. That's like right. Right yes. off the west coast yep. of, of the United States. Well, now the Russians are intercepting our aircraft and playing some weird games over the Mediterranean. So just the other day, uh, an American aircraft was flying a routine mission over the Mediterranean in an observer aircraft. And this Russian kept buzzing him, like Top Gun style, buzzing right by him, pulling all kinds of stuff. Three times in the matter of three hours. And the third time, uh, the Americans actually determined that they were being unsafe. They called it a hostile action. The Americans took no action, uh, 
no retaliatory action. Wow, they're but the letting... Russian buzzed them so close they said they caused great danger to the crew of the American aircraft. Uh-oh. What is going on? Man, reminds me of Top Gun, the Russian MiGs. The MiGs. Mm-hmm. I'll hit the brakes. I'll fly right by. I hope they were keeping up uh, international relations. Yeah. Well, we were inverted. You were in a 3G inverted dive? A canopy to canopy dive? Uh, yeah, and he's got a photo to prove it. Yeah. What do you were know, you doing? Do you know what we're talking about? Top Gun. Drew, when is Top Gun coming out? It's been delayed. Uh, oh, I think it's no. pushed back to next year. No. Yeah, because remember, Tom wanted to become a pilot. Mm-hmm. He had to know. Uh, I wonder if he's really going to fly one of those jets. Oh, yeah, he is. You oh, my is. goodness. Yeah, he flew the I helicopters. Can you imagine that? I totally that? believe it. All right. There you go. You got the Thursday reality check. Now? It's the Fit Show. Straight out of country. All right, so the moment you've all been waiting for. You know, Kelsey Ballerini's been working on her, her next album. And Kelsey Ballerini's next album will feature what, Drew? Uh, uh, Another guess. A different one? Uh, animal Sounds. That, Drew, that is incorrect. Bethany the Mouth from the South, Kelsey Ballerini's next album will feature what? A picture of her holding a teddy bear. That is absolutely incorrect. Darn. Gosh, she's been working on her next album, and the first single is going to be out in a couple of months. Uh, she's been writing songs with Ed Sheeran. Interesting. Wow. Julia Michaels. Ryan Tedder of One Republic. Uh, Julia Michaels. She is awesome. Well, see, I was, I was reaching out to Ad, and I actually asked her if they've been recording anything together. She said, one of the coolest things about this next record is that I've been in a room with other artists that are also writers. Whether they're collaborations or not, I won't say fits, but I definitely have songs I've written with Ed, Julie, and Ryan. Let me just say, Kelsey, I got you figured out. I saw it in your eyes what you're trying to throw at me. I caught the vibe, sent it right back to you. I understand. I predict a collaboration with Ed Sheeran. Okay. Okay. It's great to have participation in the studio. Do you wanna do you wanna hear it from her? Well, sure. One of the coolest things about this next record is that I've gotten to get in the room with other artists that are also writers. So, yeah, the next record will have, you know, whether they're collaborations or not, I I won't say. But I I definitely have I have songs that I've co-written with Ed and with Julia and with Ryan Tedder. And so, yeah, I think there's a different kind of element to when you're actually writing a song with another artist because they have the same kind of perspective that you do they think like how is this going to translate in an arena how is this going to translate on the radio so um i'm really excited to get those out but yes there are collaborations on the next record and speaking of kelsey ballerini you know thomas rett and kelsey, uh, kelsey ballerini they're actually coming back to co-host this year's cma fest the music event of the summer uh right. it's, a, it's a three-hour concert special it's gonna air on abc so that, you know i know the cma fest is absolutely crazy Drew, where'd you go? Well, as soon as you start talking about an award show, I just my eyes roll back in my head and I lose consciousness for a minute. Well, do you want to hear a throwback that Brett Young did? That I would like to hear. Okay, Brett Young did a throwback uh, with the video to his song, Catch. And he filmed it on the baseball field at the University of Mississippi where he played uh, some college ball. I thought this was cool. I thought that I can't you buzz, can't you gay? Can't you beat the boys the same old thing? Can't you catch? Brett Young and Catch. 
All right, there you go. We just took you straight out of country. Fitch happens live. The Fitch Show. Hey, if you're checking out the show right now, snap a selfie. Pixar, you're not listening. Pixar, you're not listening. Just post it on our page, facebook.com slash follow um, Let's just say if I had a buddy who's about to go through a divorce right now, how would you uh, maybe recommend to a buddy to get back into the dating scene? Like, he really doesn't know how to go about it. Um, I mean, would you just say instantly, you've been in a marriage for a long time, you got a couple of kids. Would you say time for you to get on the dating apps or should he definitely take things slow and you know meet some of the old-fashioned way face-to-face contact i feel like the easy answer the low-hanging fruit is dating apps mm-hmm. right i feel like the easy answer is why don't you just chill and be by yourself for a while enjoy that well i when because i said the easy answer is dating apps, bros. i'm not necessarily saying that's the answer i would give him i think that's the knee-jerk reaction now because it seems so easy and i don't know i've never i've never been yeah, on well, you're I, saying he hasn't even gotten a divorce yet so i mean it's like oh. this is really early no, no, no the divorce is absolutely almost done he, he it, or yeah have I they been separated pretty, for a while yeah okay so it's, that part's all clear then. it's been a long time so think about it now he's thinking about getting back into the game and and you know I'm a, I'm a I'm a happily married man to right over there. Hi Bethany, the mouth from the south. Mm-hmm. We were married underneath the Lord, so we had no we, we didn't have any experience on dating apps. You know what I mean? No. Now it's like you can get on a dating app, and perceptually it seems like you could take your pick from the outside looking in. It seems like you can get on there. There's uh, an infinite number of people that you could choose from, and then I guess what you could exchange information. I mean, yeah, certainly I, you should know. You follow all those insta, uh, you know, fitness I, models on Instagram. Those are two different things because they don't give their information out to anyone. Um, anyway. <laughs> hey, where'd you go? Hey. Uh, Come here. <laughs> yeah, I think that's how it works. But I was asking you how old this guy is. Can you can you give us a hint? I know you don't yeah. want to tell us who no, it no, is. Late 30s. Oh, so he's still in the prime time. He, he can use dating apps he wants. I still think, me personally, because I've never used the dating apps either, I still think it's um, the best way to meet someone is doing something that you like to do, right? Share That interests. way you could, yeah, you find like a, a commonality with the other individual. Yes. Instead of like, we right. both like swiping right, how about we both like walking our dogs in the park? Or we both like riding bikes? Oh my gosh. Like drinking at this particular so, bar. So you're saying that this dude likes rock climbing. He needs to go find a woman at a rock climbing wall. Yeah. And then after that, make new babies. Well, no. I, you skip to the end. I, I'm saying maybe just meet someone who has a similar interest and go out for coffee. Okay. Hey, Bethany, you get the last word here. You know, uh, how do you advise this indiv- individual to get back into the dating scene? Well, I have to be honest. I mean, to me, apps seem kind of, I mean, I'm not saying that people haven't uh, met someone on an app and actually had a great long relationship, but I would think that it's more disposable on the app. So, um Maybe if he is interested in just uh, company for a little while, he can no, go I to think, the apps. But I, I think they actually have other apps for that. Um, <laughs> Not just for the evening, but like on an hourly basis. Well, you know, maybe he just wants to hang out with someone, you know, for yeah. just a little while. Okay. Not be serious. The Fit Show. And now. Here's and now, my daddy. It's time for your. Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Folks, it's so good to be here. I am here, of course, standing by with the What Are You Kidding Me stories. I need to begin with a story out of Tennessee. 
Warning, warning. A cop in Tennessee found a couple sleeping on the side of the road last Friday, and he had to wake them up because there was a massive rattlesnake just feet away, like right by their heads. Oh. Well, first off, I... Who? Never mind. And here's the crazy part. You know, (laughs) the best part is the guy got up and ran, leaving his female partner behind. Ah, what a a hero. (laughs) He's a gentleman. Get these snakes out of my sleeping bag. Uh, I have exclusive What Are You Kidding Me audio right now. Listen very, very closely, please. Hey, don't move. There's a rattlesnake right next to you. Okay. Don't move. Okay. Grow toward me. Grow toward me. Come here. Don't run away. Come here. Grow toward me. That's a rattlesnake. All right, page two. What are you kidding me? Out of Australia. Look at the size of that wallaby. Man in Australia woke up when he heard a burglar in his house last Monday. So he grabbed a... Didgeridoo. Didgeridoo. <laughs> what is that, a boomerang? No, it's a musical instrument. Oh. The one that goes like, wow, wow, wow. Oh, my gosh. He grabbed a didgeridoo, and he chased the guy down the street and held him until police got there, all while he was in his underwear. <laughs> so, yes, it was a naked Australian with a didgeridoo musical instrument chasing a burglar. Here's the guy and his son and another guy who lives with him. Yes, we have exclusive What Are You Kidding Me audio. I've seen a shadow. He's lighting his phone accidentally. Come on and lit him up. And I knew when he went around the corner, he wasn't fast. Heard my dad start yelling, saying, get him. And boom, we started running down the road. They're out there in all my glory. I noticed I run faster naked. <laughs> I was semi-naked anyway. We had him boxed in. He, he wasn't going anywhere. And... If he came out, I was just going to try and tackle him or something. He got off easy. He lost his shirt, poor bugger. I felt like giving him one, but... <laughs> wasn't a shirt I wanted to give him. It's probably lucky uh, I only had a didgeridoo. All right. <laughs> All right. Didgeridoo, didgeridoo. And there you go. You got the... What are you kidding me? Stories of the day. You're listening to The Fitch Show. Fitch happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are The Fitch Files. All right, you guys, it is time to get to some good and bad and some gossip. There's Bethany the Mouth from the South. What you got? Well, let's kick things off with Marsha Cross. Um, You may remember her. She was the beautiful redhead that was on uh, Desperate Housewives. Well, she has revealed... Oh, I was thinking the O.J. Simpson district attorney. So was I. That's exactly no. who I was thinking of. Yeah. It's a different one, or is her name? No. Marsha Cross. That You're thinking of Marsha Clark. Ah. Right? Uh, okay. Marsha Cross is, like I said, that redhead that was on Desperate Housewives. Um, she also got a diagnose, a diagnosis of cancer in okay. 2017. She has anal cancer. This is the same cancer that killed Charlie's Angels star Farrah Fawcett in 2015. She underwent six weeks of radiation therapy and two weeks of chemotherapy. This is what's interesting. Doctors told her that the same HPV strain that caused her cancer likely also caused her husband, Tom Mahoney's throat cancer. So... She wants to educate people about getting annual rectal exams to reduce the, the stigma surrounding anal cancer. So she's trying to talk about it as much as she can. So you may see her around and hopefully she is going to be in remission soon. All right, moving on because uh, I'm super excited about this. Toy Story 4 is hitting the theater very, very soon. And four comedy legends are added to the cast. Mel Brooks, one of my absolute faves. 
he is going to be an elephant named Melephant Brooks. Um, <laughs> Carol Burnett is a children's seat named Cheryl Burnett. Carl Reiner plays a rhino named Carl Rhinoceros. And Betty Meathead. White is a teething toy named Bitey White. Oh, Betty's so, going to be in Yeah, it. it's going to be really, really that. cool. I'm super excited. Yeah. I cannot wait. And another um, kids uh, entertainment kind of story, Nickelodeon has ordered a SpongeBob SquarePants prequel. A prequel to the series called Camp Coral. It'll be about a young SpongeBob at sleepaway camp, and it's going to be done with CGI. So we can look oh. forward to more SpongeBob. SpongeBob's never going to go away, even though, like, the, you know, What's-His-Face has, you know, passed on, right? Uh, Sponge- yeah. Steven yeah. Hillenburg. SpongeBob's yeah. here to stay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, that's probably true. There you go. That's the good, the bad, and the gossip. That's the Fitz Files. The legendary Fitz happens. Live. Live. Real. All right, bro. Funny. Man, I don't give a damn flam, Sam. Forget the peanut butter jelly. I'm ready to jam. The Fitz Show. Testing on. Thank you so much for checking out the show. Don't forget, tomorrow we're going to kick things off with Flush the Format. That means we're just going to bring the week into you. We're going to begin the show, you know, just in a funky way, in a cool way. Just going to chill. There is Drew. Right over there is Bethany, the mouth from the south. And if you don't mind, you make the call right now. The other day, I was just at the park with my kids. Bethany saw this. And there was another uh, kiddo being quite rude to my kids on the playground, picking up some dirt, throwing it my kids away. First time I let it go. Mm-hmm. And by the way, this individual was about two years older than mine. So this, I think this little, this little turd was about nine, nine or ten. Uh, throwing dirt toward my kids. First one, let it go. Second one, I was just sitting there looking at the mommy and the daddy. And I go, uh-uh. Uh-uh. No. Just like that. And you I said was that to the kid or to, to the parent? To, to the kid. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I said not to, I go, don't throw that at my kids. Just like that. I didn't really say it like that. It was more like, don't throw that at my kids, right? And his parents just sat over there, didn't do anything. But was that inappropriate for me to sit there and go, uh-uh. I'm amazed at, you know, the, uh, how many little kids are just going crazy and jacking with other kids on the park and stuff these days. I, you know, I mean, I know there's normal stuff growing up, but you just can't walk up and throw dirt at somebody's kids. Right. Well, the the shame is that the parents were sitting there watching it. Were they watching or were they absorbed like in their phones? Uh, one of them was watching like it wasn't a big deal. The other one was on the phone. Yeah. It's just that it, that's the sadness is that the parents aren't aren't. So I guess the question know, is at what training their kid, parenting their kids. So them right and wrong. At what point do you have to intervene when the other parents aren't parenting, and you got to become the parent, literally of everybody, for a little bit, right? Mm, I mean, just, you're, you're obviously oh. out of my department here, but what I would expect is that yeah. after you said, "Hey, don't," to the kid, if he kept doing it, I'd turn to his parents and say, "Are you going to do something about this?" Mm. I just, I just you, asked your kid not to do that, and he's you're still doing it. You're saying, yeah, you're saying go directly to the parents. Yeah, yeah. I think you're okay saying it to the kid once. So you know, if you're nice about it like that. What if it happens that like it's uh, uh that stuff is going on at a school and you know it's happening to your kid? Do you go straight to the school or do you go straight to the parents? I go to then. the school. I'd go to the school if there's an authority structure there, which is the school. I'd handle it through them. I remember several times, you know, in my life, if there was an issue, my God, my dad, Green Bray Bob, whoo, he would go straight not only to the principal, but he then he'd also go to their parents. He tried to find their house. <laughs> hey, uh, uh-uh. uh. This ain't going to happen with my son. You will not bully my boy. You just tell him about the problem, you know, in a very professional way. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's probably professional. not the way to handle it today. 
I guess. Yeah. People are weird about that now. Weirder. Yeah. And not that. only that, but you also have to be careful whenever you talk to someone's kid. I mean, because yeah, a lot true. of parents will get very mama bear, papa bear mm-hmm. whenever you speak to their kid. Not my little it baby. It doesn't even matter. I mean, look at how many teachers and principals these days, their kid, it, someone's kid is obviously doing something wrong at school. And yet still the parent comes up and yells at the teacher or You're yells right. at the principal. Right. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, and my mom has been, uh, she's a theater arts teacher still, 34 years now. And... It's like they have they don't have any power in the classroom. The kids know. They can really do whatever I mean, you know. They can do whatever they want from a behavioral standpoint. And I feel so bad for the teachers. You know, what can they do? So anyway, teachers, we're thinking about you. I know how it is. I know how it is. Parents raise your babies. Yeah. Fits happens live. Oh yeah. All right, let's get to it. What have we learned today for Thursday? It's June 6, 2019, and whatever you picked up from our show, would you please share it with us? Sound off. Uh, here's what I learned. I learned, you know, I throw out this question, what makes you all jacked up? You know, those things that we all do sometimes when we're alone, quirky things. You know, like sometimes I talk to animals, and I, uh, I also learned that people thought it was really bizarre that when I go number two quite often, I declothe. Yeah, and, that's I, and I asked the question, does that make me all jacked up? And the answer came back, yes. Definitively, yeah. like, I yes. remember I had there a friend. There was a couple of folks, though. There were I a lot of a, people who did it as well. Yeah. I had a friend uh, that worked with me uh, early 20s, and he went into the bathroom and told me about another person that we worked with that was older, but he pulled his pants all the way down at just the let urinal. let drop. Yeah, I've done that, too, just to freak people out. Like bare, yeah, like little kid style, cheek to cheek. Yeah, yeah. But aren't you worried about what's getting on your shorts on the yes, ground? You should be. Well, yeah, but it was like I was like a teenager when I would urine do that. splatters. <clears throat> yeah. All right. But Ugh. it's crazy. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you just like to be comfortable. It gets hot. Wow, we were shocked. <laughs> Never looked at that person the same again. <laughs> All right, Drew, what have we learned today? Well, I learned that my dream vacation to Fiji is off, or at least on hold, because there's something going on over there that that poor couple from Fort Worth died of some kind of mystery illness on their their vacation to Fiji. I'm not going. I've always wanted to go, but I'm not going. And they're trying to figure that out right now, the CDC is? Yeah, they're going to try to figure it out. All right. Hey, Bethany, the mouth from the south, what have we learned today? Well, I learned that... um a didgeridoo can come in handy mm-hmm. if you have a burglar. Excuse you can, me? <laughs> Bibbidi-bobbidi-boo? Yeah. During the What Are You Kidding Me stories, there was a burglar in Australia. The guy jumped out of bed, grabbed his didgeridoo, and okay, ran so, down hey, the street Okay, excuse me. This is a family show. <laughs> <laughs> it's a family show. What's a didgeridoo? It's an instrument. Musical instrument. Oh. Okay. Oh, you mean that Australian instrument also, that's like... Oh. No, no. Drew had it. He's got to do it. Yeah, that one. That's not a didgeridoo. This is a didgeridoo. They're really just enforcing a stereotype that every single Australian owns a didgeridoo. <laughs> or a boomerang. Yeah, and a boomerang. He couldn't reach his boomerang, so he went for the didgeridoo. <laughs> or a koala. Yeah. All right, everybody, have a fantastic day. Thank you so much for listening. I really, really appreciate it. And we will see you for the Friday show. Don't forget, we're going to kick out the show tomorrow with Flesh the Format. My name is Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Bethany. Think big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you? Nobody! Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's...
That's the end of today's professional broadcast of the Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things Fitz and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.